Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Jaeger Live. In today's episode, I want to talk about the all or nothing mentality and the passing of the great Betty White. So let's get into it. All right, guys. Uh, welcome to another episode of Jaeger Live. I want to start the episode off by doing a little house cleaning, if you will. So with the new year just passing and um, some new ideas about the show, I wanted to talk to you guys and let you know some of the future plans. Um, I've been talking with a few people that I would like to have on the show. I was really off-put about the idea of putting people on the show so early on in the start of this podcast because... I think it's really important that you as the listener can connect with me on a a more personal level. And I really don't feel like people who rush in, I get the idea, you know, they're wanting to build their audience and they want more people to listen to them. So they collaborate with other podcasters and have guests on their show. And I think that's a fantastic idea. Um, I do want to do that as well. I do want to grow the show. I want the more people we can get into this community, the more people we can help. live their best lives. So I wanted to start this year by first saying that I'm going to start having guests on the show. It's not going to be all the time as I do think that this show should just be more of should just be more of a conversation of types um with you guys. I just want to give you guys nuggets and I don't want all the other clutter that comes along with having um a bunch of guests. I still want it to be um a primarily solo show, but I think that it's important to get other people on and talk about um, their trials and tribulations, you know, their struggles with their self-development, self-awareness, um, the things that other people are passionate about. So it's not just my perspective all the time. and It's not just something that I think might be interesting to talk about. We can have an outside source to bring in some ideas. I also want to get more interactive with you guys. I want to establish a website, maybe a Facebook group where we can all come together and we can talk about our troubles. We can talk about things that we've had success over, how we did those things. I want it to be a community. I want it to be able to help people from all over the world. And I I think one of the best ways to do that is to have like a Facebook group or something where we can all get together. Um, it's not going to be one of those groups where somebody complains and then a thousand people try to help. Um, I want it to be more of a thing of sharing your wins, sharing your positivity. And when people do ask for help, then we, you know, maybe we offer up some advice. Uh, I don't think that people will want just another place to come where they can bitch and complain and have people try and fix their problems if they're not seeking those things out. So those are a couple of new things on the agenda for this show this year. I think I really want to take this to the next level. and I want to be able to help more people. I think that's the way, the best way we can do it moving forward. So look out for those, you know, we're going to, I'm going to start having collab shows and I'm going to start, um, working on creating like a Facebook group and, and building that community as well. So on to the main body of the show. Uh, I want to talk about today, all the all or nothing mentality. I think that this has great value and it also has, um, a really sour side to it that I want to talk about. First of all, let's talk about the bad shit first because then we can get to the good stuff later. So, 
the all or nothing mentality. Is it really helpful to people? I don't know. Some people it works. Some people it doesn't. For me, I feel like it's been, it worked well for me in my military career. Um, it worked well for me on certain things in my life, but I don't feel that it's a, it's her all or nothing mentality kind of world. Uh, for example, when I was, when I started working out and, um, not talking about when I was in the Marines or when I was in the police Academy, when they, they made me be in shape and when I had to do it or else I get yelled at, I'm talking about, you know, when I decided, okay, I'm getting on in age, I need to start worrying about my health so I can be here and be more present and have more energy to be more present with my children and all that good stuff that comes with taking care of your body. So along that journey, I haven't been perfect. And I think that's the problem with the all or nothing mentality is that this this idea of if it's not perfection, then you can't you shouldn't be doing it. If you're not going to be perfect at it, then don't fucking bother. And that's how a lot of people can look at that. I don't think that that's what it really stands for. I don't think that's the idea behind it. But I think a lot of people take it in that term of, if you're not going to be perfect, then don't even try. If you're not going to give 190%, don't even try. So here's my my thought behind that. There are many things to to explore in this world. There are many things to explore in this world. And I don't believe that everything has to be an all or nothing situation. I think exploration exploration of life is what it's really about. And if you have this idea that if you're not going to be great at it, then don't even try it, then like what's the point? You know what I mean? When I was going through my journey, let me go back a little bit. I have not been perfect. I have not been perfect with my diet. I haven't been perfect with my workouts. Um, there was a point where I was working sa- working out seven days a week. Sometimes I'd work twi- work out twice a week. Sometimes I'd have ice cream. Sometimes I would drink a soda. Sometimes I would put shit in my body that I knew was bad for me. Does that mean that I should stop? trying to be healthier just because I have a few things that are bad for me? I don't think so. I think that if you take that um, that aggressive approach, I don't think that it's going to bring a lot of value to people. Because when you're trying something new, you're learning. You're learning how to do... Let's take fitness, for example. You're learning how to cut out the bad habits that you've had for X amount of years, however long it's been. And you're trying to develop new, healthier habits. So of course, sometimes you're going to eat shit that you're not supposed to. Of course, you're going to be sore sometimes and you're not going to want to work out. I get it. I've been there. I'm not always in the mood to eat the right shit. Sometimes I want some bad crap for me. And, you know, that's life. That's what it is. You're not going to be, you're not going to blow up back into, you know, a 400 pound whatever just because you have one piece of cake. You know, you drink one soda one time in a month of, you know, 20 gallons of water. It's not going to throw you off. 
So I think when you're talking about the all or nothing mentality in the negative and the way people can see it negatively is in that realm is that if I, if I'm trying to work out, I'm trying to live a healthier life and then I miss a workout, then fuck, I should just give up. Or I have a couple shitty meals and I'm trying to lose weight. Fuck, I should just give up then. I should just be fat and just be happy with the idea that I'm just fat and I don't care. And I think that beats people down when, when their confidence isn't at the point where it needs to be. Like, it took me a long time to be okay with eating stuff every once in a while that was bad for me. It took me a long time because I was, there was a point where I would eat something bad for me and then I'd be like, well, then what's the point? What am I doing if I don't even care enough to not put bad crap in my body? And it was really hard because I felt like I wasn't taking it seriously, that I wasn't trying to, um, I wasn't trying my best to be a better version. Like, I don't know. It's really hard. It's all about discovery. You know what I mean? It's not about, it's not necessarily about the end goal, especially with fitness. When it comes to fitness and self-development and self-improvement and all these things that I like to talk about, there should never really be an end goal. You shouldn't be for, you know, once I get a six pack abs, my six pack abs, like I'm going to stop. It shouldn't be that. It should, it should be, okay, once I get to my six pack abs, then I'm going to maintain what I've been working towards. I'm not just going to let it go to shit and go right back to the crappy habits that took away my six pack. Um, and I think that's the mentality that should, should be had. <sighs> now, on the flip side of it. The all or nothing mentality. I think it's a great idea. I think a lot of people cop out with the softer side of them so they can be lazy, so they can be fat, so they cannot take care of themselves. They, they work out for a couple of days and then they stop and they're like, well, fuck it, that was too hard, I don't care. Well, no. You don't start anything if you're not going to finish it. You started something, now finish it. Get to that fucking point. Get to that goal. It's so easy for people nowadays to to use a cop-out, to have an excuse, to have a thousand different reasons why they haven't reached whatever goal they're looking for. And I think it's the all-or-nothing mentality is a great idea to start with. I know it sounds contradicting to what I just said. <laughs> I know that there's a big contradiction there. But what you got to understand is that so many people need that push. So many people need to adopt that mentality and push past the weakness in their mind. Because it's just the mind that's holding you back. If you think that you can't reach a financial goal because uh, you don't make enough money or you don't know how to make money or you don't understand this or you don't understand that, that is just your mind trying to push you back to your comfort zone. It is just your mind playing tricks on you. And the thing that you got to do is you have to push back with the all or nothing mentality. You go balls to the wall. You don't think about it. You just do it. You you miss a workout. Okay, well then you work twice as hard the next day. And you beat that voice down into your mind until it doesn't exist anymore. And it's a hard thing. I'm telling you. Because I still have that little voice creep up every now and again. There, I would say 90% of the time I go to work out, that little voice is telling me, eh, you need to. Probably not. You'll be all right. 
and trust me, I've there's been times I've listened to that voice, and there's been times where I tell that voice to shut the fuck up, and I go and get it anyway. The all or nothing mentality is what's going to push you past that that hump of growth. There's always going to be that hill, that hill that you have to climb. That's either going to make your progress or break your progress. And if you listen to that little voice and you make that excuse to stop, then you're never going to reach anything worth value. So I think it has its place. I think it does have its place. But I do think at some point after you get past that weaker mentality where you should just give up and you shouldn't try anything and once it gets hard, you should just give up. You need to go to the other side and realize that it doesn't always have to be all or nothing and that your habit is formed and you've made good, solid decisions and now you're different. Your mindset is different. So it's okay to take that day off. It's okay to relax sometimes. It's okay to have a freaking cheeseburger once in a while. Those, that's everything in moderation, right? I mean, it's, that's what I like to think. But anyway, you have to get to that point first. You have to get to that, get over that hump first in your, um, in your habit creation. You have to get over those little humps. And then once you get there, that's when you fine tune it. That's when you mold it. But you have to get through the hardship first. Losing weight, like, um, when you're overweight, it's that first, (sighs) think of it like this. So when you're, when you're overweight, let's just say you're tremendously overweight the first thing you're trying to do you're not trying to push hell away you're not trying to push yourself really far what you're trying to do is you're trying to build that habit you're trying to get moving you're trying to take less calories in you're trying to burn more calories off and as you start working out and you get past that first hump of okay well now i'm in the habit of working out so that little voice that's telling me nah, you don't need to work out you can relax today. That little voice has gone away. Now, you're, now your second hurdle, your second voice is saying, you don't have to push that hard. You've lost a lot of weight. Good for you. Good job. Which is good. But now you have to keep pushing further. And you fine-tune your habits until it's where you want it to be. Not where the weakness in your mind is telling you where it should be, but where you know in your heart you need to be. And that goes with anything. I use the fitness example because honestly, like for me, I feel like it's the easiest visual um, analogy that I can give to you because you can see that, you know, you can see when people, when even yourself, myself included, when I was overweight and I felt like shit and there was that physical transformation, like you see those things. So it's, it's just an easy reference that I like to to bring out there for you guys to hopefully tie all this rambling together. Um, and, you know, to segue into that, you know, with Betty White passing, first of all, if none of you, if you guys, some of you guys haven't seen Golden Girls, go watch it. Fantastic show. Loved it. I grew up on it. I am a long, a lifelong fan of it. Um, and one of those characters was Rose Nyland, played by Betty White. and. Honestly, I really didn't have the true appreciation of who this woman was until I was uh, much, much older. And I was able to see all the great things that she did. And 
it's tough when there's that goodness that that um disappears from the world you know what i mean uh, there she was definitely an, an advocate for positivity she was an advocate for change and she she broke a lot she broke down a lot of barriers and it's just phenomenal if you guys ever get a chance go and check that out check out her story she's just she was just an amazing woman and i think that when people like that that champion for goodness and champion for doing the right thing and being a good person and and doing good shit for other people when somebody like that passes it's really hard it takes it takes its toll on the world and i know it's you know it's taken its toll on a lot of people but um she lived a great life 99 years 90 fucking 9 years she was literally older than sliced bread everybody you know she used to make that joke all the time and i think that she just had this great this great mentality about her and it's something that i strive for honestly she's something she's somebody that i look to when i'm struggling or when i'm getting caught up in my own head and and the negativity she had such a great outlook on life she loved her husband she loved her life she loved animals um she loved the fucking she loved the troops she signed up when world war 2 started so she could help with at the USOs and stuff like just inc- just an incredible woman anyway check it out but the thing is is while i'm saying all of this do i feel that she was infallible that she didn't have off days that she didn't get irritated that she didn't get pissed off everybody does you know what i mean but it didn't stop her from spreading the joy and the love and all the joy and love that she could while she was on this earth and that i hope can tie in a little bit to the topic of today of the all or nothing mentality she might not have been always a positive person she might not have always been the best judge of character or maybe she had some moral faults that we don't know of um but it's it's important to remember that while she may have had some faults she didn't let those faults overtake the good that she wanted to be in this world. And I think that's something very important that people need to keep in mind. Your heart should let you, I don't know how to say it, like I just think that you should, when you feel lost, you should listen to your heart. And what is it telling you? And how is it letting you, how is it leading you? And it should always be leading you to positivity and it should always be leading you to a greater life and affecting those around you in a positive way, bringing people up. So I hope that uh, you guys enjoyed this show. <laughs> I know it got a little um, little down there for a minute, but I just I, I think it's very important to have retrospect when somebody passes and somebody that's such a great person and, and led such a great life. I think it's really important to be able to kind of examine her life in a different in a different perspective. Anyway, guys, I'm really excited about this year. I'm excited about the possibilities for this show, the community that we're going to build. I'm really excited about pushing forward with all of these ideas that I have, and I hope that I can make it a great place and a safe place 
to get counsel and help each other and um, just bring more positivity and help to the world. I love you guys. I appreciate you. And uh, I'll talk to you in the next episode.